It's Mark and Gary with your sports podcast on this Wednesday. Let's begin with the Buffalo Sabres. They did lose last night, but they gained a point? Yes, they did. An overtime loss gives you one point in the National Hockey League. And last night, the Sabres were tied 2-2 at the end of regulation. But Carolina did score a goal 90 seconds into the overtime period to get the two points for the victory. Sabres come away with the one point. And actually, that's a good thing because Buffalo has not won down in Raleigh since 2016. Been eight years since they uh, won down there, and uh, not many teams come out of there with a point. They have the best winning percentage at home uh, since the pandemic. So uh, Buffalo, with the one point, now has 13 on the season. They're starting to move up in the standings a little bit, and they'll return home to take on the Minnesota Wild on Friday night. Uh, we mentioned it earlier in the uh, on the morning pig pen this morning. Uh, the San Jose Sharks finally got a win last night. They started the season with 10 losses and one overtime loss, 11-game winless streak, which tied a National Hockey League record that's 80 years old. Oh! But last night, they snapped that <laughs> losing streak. They beat Philadelphia in overtime by a score of 2-1. to one. College football's coming up this weekend. Yeah, you got a couple of big games this weekend. You've got Penn State at home against Michigan, and you've got Mississippi playing at Georgia. Now, all four of those teams are in the top ten of this week's college football playoff rankings that were released last night. Ohio State is number one, followed by Georgia, Michigan, and Florida State. Uh, the rest of the top ten, Washington is number five, Oregon, Alabama, Texas, Alabama, Old Miss, and Penn State. Hmm. So uh, those two games this weekend could shake things up if uh, Penn State and Old Miss win right there. I'll be watching that Penn State game. All right, what's the latest in the NFL? Well, uh, we're getting uh, ready for week number 10, believe it or not. And uh, the Bills, of course, won't play until Monday night. They host the Denver Broncos. Uh, But in the meantime, uh, head coach Sean McDermott uh, had to reiterate to reporters on Monday night that he is 100% behind Ken Dorsey as his offensive coordinator. Uh, It would be very hard to fire him right now. And then you got to find somebody to run the offense. That's true. So uh, they're doing what they have to. They're trying to trying to find some ways to spark that offense to get back to where it was a year or two ago when they were awesome. They have not been awesome this year, uh, save for a couple of games early in the season. Now, the Bills did sign another tight end yesterday. They're a little thin at tight end with Dawson Knox injured, and uh, they got Trey McKitty who uh, played for Georgia in college, but he was released last week by the L.A. Chargers. So they're going to try to get him uh, into the system. Maybe he'll be playing uh, while Dawson Knox recovers from that wrist surgery. Uh, L.A. Rams signed a free agent yesterday, Carson Wentz. Haven't heard from Carson. He wasn't picked up in the offseason, and he's going to be the backup to Matthew Stafford, who's dealing with some injuries on his throwing hand. He has a bad thumb. Uh, the Rams are not playing this week. It's their bye week, and uh, Wentz will get a chance to get up to speed with the offense uh, between now and their next game. Now, yesterday was Election Day, so therefore, no games in the NBA. That's right. Uh, the NBA has really uh, made a, a priority of getting people to get out to vote so much that a lot of the NBA arenas are now voting polls, uh, polling places. Uh, and yesterday, no games at all, but 14 games tonight. Uh, New York Knicks fans are going to get their first look at the number one overall draft choice, San Antonio's Victor Wembanyama tonight. He's averaging just under 20 points a game in his first seven. Uh, the game of the night will be in the East, Boston Celtics at Philadelphia. And if you're a Western Conference fan, you got 7-1 and Denver against 6-2 and Golden State. All right. 
Why don't we take a quick look at Major League Baseball? Yeah, of course, uh, we talked about this this morning. Uh, Major League Baseball uh, looking kind of just to wrap things up about the World Series. They said that the pitch clock shaved 20 minutes off the average nine-inning World Series game from last year. The uh, average uh, game, they had four games that went nine innings. They were just over three hours in length. Uh, Last year, those nine-inning games were three hours and 23 minutes. So they say that uh, it kept fans uh, more engaged and uh, got things through faster, but uh, not a whole lot of people saw them because the other note they had was the fact that the Texas-Arizona World Series uh, was probably one of the least watched World Series on record, just over 9 million viewers per game. Now for next year, uh, Rob Manfred, the baseball commissioner, says no major rules changes coming, so it looks like uh, that automated uh, uh, strike zone is not ready for the Major League Baseball fields yet. Okay, but I, I think these other rule changes are working out quite well, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, the pitch clock and the bigger bases, and uh, it's uh, put a little more excitement in the game. All right, one more story. Yeah. St. Bonaventure women's basketball. That's they, right. Yeah, they open their regular season tonight. Yeah, they'll be up at Niagara Falls uh, taking on Niagara University. Coach Jim Crowley, of course, uh, back after seven seasons at Providence. Uh, his team is uh, a little short on people because uh, they've got three openings, only ten players this year, but... Uh, He is uh, confident that his squad is going to play some good basketball. Uh, Niagara, a very good team, if you heard the coach talk uh, Monday night uh, at halftime during the uh, men's game. But, uh, again, uh, they are getting ready for their season tonight. Uh, Next game for the men, by the way, is going to be Saturday afternoon. It's a 4 o'clock game at Riley Center against uh, traditional Little 3 rival Canisius. Uh, Canisius will start its regular season tonight. They're at the Carrier Dome playing Syracuse. All right, back to the women's basketball team. Yeah. You said they only have 10 players? Yeah, they can have uh, 13 scholarship players. They had three uh, who were signed but then left, and uh, it was too late to recruit anybody else. So they've got 10 players for this year, plus a couple of possible walk-ons to help them practice, but that's about it. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more sports from Mark and Gary.